Now breathe in and out. One. for another episode of Stoned and Social. I am Natalie and if you're just joining us here, we get stoned and then we get very social. Today I have a really, really special guest with me. I have Josh. What is up, Josh? How are you? What's happening? I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna let you tell our origin story because I feel like it's kind of cool. Like I I met Josh through like happenstance. So I'm I'm kind of excited to have Josh on the show today yeah it's actually really cool um we we met on reddit yeah yes we met on reddit (laughs) via via the power of reddit and then (laughs) uh i had to have you on my show you came on we've done the thing twice now and it was such a such a good time i offered to come over here because i just like talking to you i know josh tell people about your podcast because it's a really awesome podcast it's called the takedown give us your elevator pitch of your podcast because i think it's amazing uh, thank you. Yeah, my uh, my entire podcast, it's called The Takedown, and the entire, um, I guess, like synopsis of it is I just want to meet as many different people as I possibly can and kind of give people this platform that they uh, generally wouldn't have. And so uh, typically, like, it's called The Takedown because I'm an MMA coach. So I've had a couple fighters. I've had uh, rugby players. I've had hockey analysts. I have a lot of athletes, but also I've had sex workers. I've had people who have dealt with uh, addiction to pornography, um, just a a variety of people, school teachers. I've had a lot of different people. And my entire goal with the podcast was just to like meet new people and kind of give them uh, an individual platform where they can kind of just be their self, be free and kind of talk about the cool shit that they do during the day. So. I definitely think that you have achieved that. You should check out Josh's podcast called The Takedown. We're going to give you some more information about it at the end of this. I'm very excited because, Josh, you are also a fellow stoner. And so you're going to help me co-host today until my other co-host, Natalie, comes back. And I usually share what I'm stoned on. Today, I have something a little different. I have a spray, a THC spray by Riff, and it's a lot stronger than I realized. It's It's got about 20 to 30 milligrams of THC in it per serving, and so it's kind of, it's it's much more than I would normally take, and so um, I, try, I thought I'd try something different. What about you? What are you stoned on today? I am uh, straight on the nicotine and caffeine life today. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm vaping blueberry cobbler right now Ooh. with a three percent nicotine. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it pretty straight through the week. I'm I'm literally on my my Pepsi Cola and my vape right now. Just because you're on a different kind of high. <laughs> yeah, just kind of chilling. I haven't. I've, I've been drinking uh, Bush Light Apple if that helps. Oh, okay. Trying nice. to trying to snag that sponsorship. Yeah, if you guys want to sign us up or anything, you know our info. Um, So it's really cool that you are an MMA coach and have a lot of experience with fighting as well, right? Like professional fighting, right? Yes, yes. I've stepped into the cage now. I 
think um could be like my eight concussions talking i think I've, <laughs> i think i've had like maybe six mma fights at let's see four kickboxing matches and one jujitsu super fight that's crazy so i have a question for you that i always always want to ask because i'm a huge contact sports fan myself i don't know what it is about watching mostly two men get in the ring and just beat the shit out of each other <laughs> but i love watching ladies do it too i just like fighting i feel like i was part of that gladiatorial time where i would have been like crying for blood um the question i always ask is what in the world possesses you to really want to get into the ring and put yourself in harm's way like what what is what is it there for you is it the is it the achievement of like possibly beating someone like how do you how do you think like yeah you know what i'm gonna get in this ring for a few rounds and just you know spar it out with someone it's gonna hurt it's actually like what got me into fighting like so my dad was like a fight fan when i was growing up like he used to um he used to like rent all the boxing matches or whatever right so then the UFC happens. There's a little promotion called WEC, which was uh, like kind of around the same time as the UFC. It was like kind of like an earlier promotion, but we used to watch that. And then Strike Force used to come on Showtime. And so mm. we used to watch all these different fights. And my dad was hooked. And so I started wrestling at like a really young age. And I, I wrestled my entire life. And I actually had college scholarships to wrestle. Um, but then, like, you know, like when you're 18 and like you think you know it all. You're, sure. you're just like oh fuck college like I've been in school for so many years yeah, now like yeah so I was like I want to take one year off oh, no. and and so yeah so one year became two because I had this job coaching high school wrestling at the high school that I graduated from and then uh so I kind of I was like all right well I definitely can't go to college now because um when you like when you're getting scouted like that and like athletic scholarships are the only way you're going to college like when you take a year off like nobody really wants to fuck with you after that sure and so i kind of learned that lesson the hard way um and so i was coaching high school wrestling and i was like kind of um like part-time coaching like little league wrestling and one of the kids dads was like hey i train at this gym you should swing by and i was like okay cool so i i walked into this gym like the very first time and i just wanted to compete like that's all i wanted to do mm mm-hmm. mhm and um there was like two pro fighters at that gym and i just like became their sparring partners like getting them ready for fights and i was just like continuously like taking them down over and over and over and i was like okay well i could actually be kind of good at this um i went to west virginia i went to bumfucked west virginia had a fight <laughs> spent the night in the casino afterwards and then i moved to florida and i started training like um, like immediately as soon as i moved down to florida i, I started training and I just like fell in love with it. And I like you said, like, you don't know why you like it. I think I, like I think there's something about fighting. It's just so primal. Like we're all drawn yeah. to it. Yes, that energy. Because like, it's because it's I, like, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, because like if you see like a fight in like a shopping mall or something like your eyes are just drawn to it. Like you can't look Ooh, away. Yeah. You want to see who's going to. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. And yeah. so I just like I got really um like i just i got really into like the environment of it and like because it's a super sweet community like like we're all like like savage as fuck but like at the same time like these are guys that will like give you a ride to work if your car breaks down or like they'll they'll spot you some money for rent or like you know what i mean like we we all really take care of each other um and then another thing i had a fight um and i actually lost it it was my first fight under the new gym in florida and i actually lost the fight 
but I had everybody in the arena like standing up and like cheering and clapping. And so then I, I go to leave, I go to the back, I'm like changing clothes and people are coming up to me and like taking photos and shit with me. And I was like hooked on that, like putting on a show became, oh, yeah. yeah. So I didn't, oh, yeah. I literally didn't care if I won, lost, <laughs> got knocked out. Like I did not care. Like I would just drop my hands, walk forward and I would hit you as hard as I could. And I would hope that you would hit me as hard as you could because it made people want to come back and, and oh, watch. That's nuts. I don't think I have the guts for it. You know, I really did start watching like WWF when I was a kid. I was so into wrestling. And so I think it's kind of graduated. And I don't know if you've heard of Barstool Sports and I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like support them or whatever, but they do this segment of fighting called Rough and Rowdy. So, uh, to stop you right there hey fuck barstool sports because yeah. i tried to i tried to get my show on barstool and they straight up ghosted me like the worst no. yeah the worst ghosting possible but anyways if you're watching uh yeah and you're from barstool, barstool no i mean fuck you for sure but if you're gonna like put my show on your site then like hit me up but anyway so the the first <laughs> the first promotion i ever fought for in west virginia was owned by this really seedy motherfucker that owned Rough and Rowdy. Oh my gosh. And so he asked me, he was like, have you ever done jujitsu before? And I was like, no, never. I was like, but I wrestled my entire life. And he was like, hmm, okay, well, I'm going to give you a fight with this guy who's like 7-0. and Oh my god! As your first fight. And he, oh, by the way, he's like the champion. We just didn't have anybody to fight him. But oh. uh, maybe you should sign up for Rough and Rowdy next time. Oh. And so, yeah. The, yeah, so after that, I was like, fuck this guy, fuck Ruckus in the Cage, fuck Rough and Rowdy, but I, I still watch it. I can't help oh, it. Yeah. Now that Barstool owns it, I can't help but watch it. Oh, I know. It's my guilty pleasure. I'm not ashamed to say that. Again, I love all contact sports, and this is the best of both worlds. It's a, it's a live, sponsored, showcased event of what yeah. essentially is mall fights. Like, it's really people who have no training whatsoever getting in the ring with someone who is usually not in their weight class not the same size nothing and they've just been shit talking each other on social media and it's it's really got all the elements of trashy tv that i fall for and so i do watch rough and rowdy i'm glad to know i'm not alone um, i told you i could hook up with your dad <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's like, like some the, wild it's, shit it's just crazy yeah. um so but that before before Barstool bought Rough and Rowdy, like I said, this really seedy guy owned it. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's like a reward for him, like completely like fucking me, giving me like an absolute killer for my first fight. He gave me a fucking $50 casino card. <laughs> like that just tells you what kind of people you're dealing with here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's like, hey, oh, no, that's the Chuck E. Cheese one. Sorry, let me give you. <laughs> let me give you another one. My bad. <laughs> So today's topic is it lines up perfectly with this. It's about fighting. It's about one of the most epic, never-ending internet battles. I'm talking about pirates versus ninjas. And I know for some people, pirates are going to be what they go for. They're cool. They're swashbuckling. They're all about the pursuit of the booty, which I admire. And then oh, there's 100. gonna be 
<laughs> booties, yeah. Um, then there's going to be people who are going for ninjas. And that's going to be the only choice because ninjas are super sneaky and they look absolutely badass in black. Um, I love that Wikipedia even said that like pirates versus ninja is a comedic internet and gaming meme. Because this has been around for a really long time. It's been a big 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 debate between people online it's so popular there's been board games video games comics there's television references there's youtube videos there's a shit ton of things themed after it and today josh you and i are going to dive right into this great debate of our time and we're going to advocate for our favorite and you don't really get a choice because pirates are my favorite (laughs) you just got stuck with ninjas right hey i don't i don't mind that at all I figured, I was like, martial arts, like, I figured you'd prefer the ninjas anyway. For most martial artists, they would choose ninjas, but I'm more of like a, <laughs> I'm more of like a brawler, so I would have definitely probably yeah. picked pirates. However, now that I've I've looked at the notes, oh yeah, you're going down. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. So I think it's most important that we talk about a little bit where these two entities came from. Everyone knows what a pirate is. It's just a it's just a person who robs ships. That's not a new concept. And there have been pirates since the ancient, ancient times. There have been merchant ships that were carrying valuable cargoes through the Mediterranean. There have been all kinds of things happening in the first century where pirates were a serious menace. Um, and even I heard that Julius Caesar, Caesar got captured by pirates when he was a young man, which I think is pretty freaking badass. I uh, I can't say one way or another because anytime I hear Julius Caesar, I always think of that Mean Girls quote. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's any anytime I read Julius Caesar, that's immediately what my mind goes to. I have that that eight second memory of a goldfish. Are you one of those people who like once you hear something, that's it? You it's just, it's just stuck in there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I carry. I will literally like. I'm like an elephant. Well, I don't want to say I'm like an elephant because I forget a lot of shit. You know, eight <laughs> eight concussions and all. But I also remember a lot of useless shit. So I'm like you an elephant in that regard. You can be good on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh yeah. That's who I'm. When I phone a friend, it's it's gonna be you. Um, tell me a little bit about your your ninjas history. Like they obviously didn't do anything badass like capturing julius caesar no but uh so they emerged in the 15th century and they served mostly as like mercenaries um like agents of espionage and spies um side jobs are always cool side jobs are really cool i can just imagine like a ninja just like digging like a fucking ditch you know and he's (laughs) just like man this job sucks all my friends got the cool shit yeah, he's like, man, where when do I start throwing my ninja like stars? <laughs> um, general sabotage and misdirection during battle were also telltale signs that a ninja was nearby because they're sneaky little fuckers. I like that. I like that you don't. That's the thing with pirates. Like, unless it's under the cover of like night or a storm, you know when a pirate's coming. Um, you know like, what too you can't disguise a pirate either because they got that fucking hook for a hand you know what I'm saying he couldn't be a waiter you know what I'm saying I don't think he's trying to be a waiter I think that's a great thing I think once you're a pirate you're kind of just you're in that role <laughs> um, uh, ninjas were, were mainly poor people and so um, that's how they were recruited at least and so mm-hmm. I would imagine that they have this this little bit of savagery about them you know because they're they're trying to Oh. Uh, you know they're trying you know they're trying to support their families 
That's interesting because most pirates were actually old military people who like had served in one way or another and didn't couldn't find anything else to do after serving in the service. So they decided to go ahead and I guess loot and plunder and do all kinds of crazy things like that. The mo- the most thing that I'm that I am just impressed with is that pirates are still around right now, like they're active right now today because i know there's some there's some pirates in somalia who have like taken some things and like an oil tanker and some other things but i think it's really cool that in general i know it's not the same as like what disney's been spoon feeding people with jack sparrow but they're still fucking pirates right now well that raises my question how do you know there's not ninjas (laughs) i am the captain now it's like there are 10 ninjas in this room like that's the thing. Sometimes I think the ninjas like You think it's more folklore whole... sometimes? Yeah, I feel like it's its identity like precedes it. So like I don't think you need to be a good ninja. I think you just need to like give the illusion of being a good ninja. I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Well, things are like you just if you just own it um okay so so you were talking a little bit about you know saying that pirates have been have been in the service and the military so yeah let's talk a little bit about the training of these two entities because like i said i don't really know how much actual training you needed to be a pirate aside from just wanting to fight and drink and plunder for riches i guess you needed to be good on the sea which i'm not which sucks i get seasick very easily so i've actually never been on the sea you've never been on the sea no it's i'm not a pirate i'm a ninja i think (laughs) (laughs) that that works i i see i understand i i bet the training for ninjas was a little bit more in depth right Oh, well, it wasn't easy. It's a lot of psychophysical training. They had to train their minds uh, almost oh. as much as their body, if not more. Uh, so they used methods of uh, Zen Buddhism uh, for concentration. Um, they were experts in concentration and perception, and they had to redefine yeah. logic and conventional thinking. So the training was very intense. Um, the physical training, though... Uh, you know, you gotta be a master of balance and shit, because you're jumping yeah, off you need, buildings, you're assassin. You be nimble. You're assassin creeding motherfuckers, you know what I mean? So, I guess that means, like, only certain types of people could probably train well as ninjas, like... Ex-ballerinas that didn't, that didn't <laughs> yeah. make it, you're in. <laughs> come. Come on. All we're gonna do is fucking psycho train yourself up. It doesn't sound the training doesn't sound as cool for ninjas. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest when I say that. Like it doesn't You ever play that that game uh ninja what is that shit with the, your finger and you're like cutting fruit? Fruit ninja? Oh fruit ninja. <laughs> that was probably like real life shit. They just had like two two katanas and they're just chopping fruit up. Just chopping fucking just chopping fucking fruit up. I also know that ninjas were super you were talking about like training their minds and how they're they were into like Zen Buddhism and stuff like that. I know that moderation was super big key for ninja training and that they weren't allowed anything that would deter from their training like sex or alcohol. Yeah, that's that's just mental training right there. But I, what does that tell you about sex and alcohol? If they're like, look, if you want to be one of us, but not a Buddhist, you're not you're not a monk, you're not a monk, you're a ninja. You're gonna get weapons after all of this, but you still no sex, no alcohol. You know what that tells me about ninjas? Ninjas weren't as cool as everybody thought they were. 
<laughs> they weren't getting laid and they weren't partying. Yeah, like they weren't they weren't getting rum, they weren't getting sex, like they were just fucking meditating and shit. You get, you get one double helping of rice tonight. <laughs> yes. The, I guess the main thing for me is I mean, again, I say this like I like I know pirates. I was going to say it sounds like maybe ninjas would be more proud to be ninjas, but I think pirates were pretty proud to be fucking pirates. You know what I kind of think it is? I think no matter what, I think I think most people are proud of like their accomplishments. You know what I mean? So if you're like a pirate, uh, like and you're like on ship all day, every day, you're not doing shit. You know, you ain't washed up in Somalia or, or you ain't washed up anywhere <laughs> swashbuckling booty and shit. And you're probably pretty depressed. But the second that you guys no. see a ship and you, you <laughs> annihilate a ship, you're probably super proud. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm saying about the ninjas. That, that When they're doing side gigs, you know, Two, two of the three guys are like on assassination runs and there's one third guy. He's just doing landscaping. He probably hates his job. <laughs> just He's just stuck. But then the second that he like beheads like a, a, a politician or something, he's probably like, yeah, this is the sickest job I've ever had. Does that mean you think that ninjas could like, could they partake in sex and alcohol after they got done their training? I don't know of any other celebrating to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like and then what do you like do you like fuck all your training up because you've been training your mind as this like chaste mind of steel and all of a sudden you've just undone your master's work when you just go out and fuck and have a shit ton of sake and shit like what is that there goes jerry he, he ain't hit a single fucking watermelon all day because he went out partying last night <laughs> i really need to get a ninja on the show if there are any ninjas listening that have trained to be ninjas and have proof of said training i'm gonna need proof obviously or any pirates but not from somalia I then <laughs> hit me up because i really want to know i need to know more about ninjas and i know part of their whole mental discipline thing made them just masters of like stress and breathing and all the shit i feel like they have the total opposite approach to everything that pirates do when pirates get mad they just fight and they start killing shit and they they just you know they go hog i think that's what makes the like the battle that much more interesting is they are such polar opposites you know they're just dumb opposites and it's a little known fact because like i said i'm a huge pirate nerd that the skull and crossbones when you would see that hanging on a pirate ship it meant that they were about to attack a target and so um that thing is what you wanted to watch out for because if you could see it it probably was you so not not again not subtle in any fucking way that's what i was about to say <laughs> what that's like saying oh we're gonna bomb the state of montana that's like you're going on cnn Sorry, saying, hey hey montana you're about to fucking get it and i then, think you know what i mean <laughs> I think it's one of those things too where like they were one that cocky but two where the fuck are you gonna go it's an ocean like if you can see my flag and I can see you we're pretty fucking close oh especially me I'm blind as hell if I can see your flag like it's on I'm already swinging <laughs> you're like shit yeah so I I guess you know I don't want to give you know I don't want to point score here but I feel like the training for ninjas is a little more upscale like the training for ninjas if it was a hotel it'd be a hilton and if it was the pirates it'd be like a super eight yeah like the so... motherfucking motel six i wouldn't even give it that 
<laughs> I wouldn't even do the Super 8. Y'all are at the Motel 6. <laughs> that leaves the light on for you at least. Yeah, like, so not not as elaborate training, but the their fighting abilities and their weaponry, that's some of, that's my favorite stuff, like, about these two. Tell me about what ninjas were fighting like and what they were using to fight. All right, so ninjas, uh, besides their hands and their feet, like, being deadly weapons, the, the ninja sure. also had a virtual laundry list of other fun and sharp pointy shit to choose from to kill somebody with so they got they got swords oh yeah they've got foot and knuckle spikes can you imagine what can you imagine you're just walking down the street and your your achilles heel just gets slashed a ninja just comes up behind you (laughs) that's Uh, so why does it have to be the achilles you could have picked any other place for them to get you why did it have to be the achilles you know that's like the worst injury you, you remember on kill bill the first one Ugh, the little girl's yeah. under the bed and she slaps yeah. the old dude's achilles yeah so th- uh, they have throwing stars iron whips they had them smoke bombs you know what i'm saying oh yeah they do have the smoke bomb that they is were, cool they were cheeching fools out back in the day um, you know? i yeah. guess i mean the thing with pirates is because they did so much of their fighting on actual boats um it was they were they were messy i assume a lot of pirate brawls were like bar brawls where like you were just punching people in the face with your with you know your cup or the hilt of your cutlass or anything else so i know they fought pretty dirty you know how like it's one of those things where like oh they're fighting dirty like pirates are absolutely oh, yeah. the type of motherfuckers that would have thrown sand in your face to then bunch of sand you yeah through through the stomach like that's that's the kind of people they are i definitely um i definitely agree with that and i know i i looked it up because i wanted to know like did pirates have any sort of more nuanced and fluid sort of intentional movements than just fucking fighting for no you know no reason whatsoever and i did find that savante which is a french martial arts that involves a lot of fucking kicking was used by a lot of pirates because it was taken from sailors and thugs and other soldiers and that they they also because of the time period that it was in it was illegal to strike another person with a closed fist because those were fighting words and so fighting words that's a fight (laughs) if you hit somebody with a closed fist that's a fight i mean it depends on how hard you hit them um but this this led to the actual development of open hand striking techniques which you know i've seen that in the mma with mma champion uh bass rutin where he put a man in the hospital for six months for slapping him. Um, my boys Nick and Nate Diaz at Stockton Slap. Mm-hmm, I stalked, mm-hmm. I stalked and slapped somebody in a fight one time. Have you seen those competitions? Oh, the yeah. slapping competitions? It's my dream to do one of those. What do you mean? No, what do you mean? I mean, I just, you know, why not? You know what I mean? Oh, so, many, so many reasons why. Didn't you just say that you had eight concussions before? what's one more you know what i mean (laughs) i think it will matter i think it will matter for me i consider it more of a show and not a sport have you have you seen there's like an app on your phone now that's like super hitting on that where it's like it's called slap king or something and it's the same yeah yeah, it's the same concept i watched that one there was one video on youtube it was like kind of viral 
there's that really skinny tattooed guy and he's slapping the big heavier set bodybuilder looking dude yeah he's got like he looks all weird he's got crazy contacts and all this stuff yeah he just gets put to sleep yeah yeah the fact that you can knock someone the fuck out by just open-handed slapping them like i love it and i happened to this weekend be in an 80s mood when i was getting stoned and so i watched sylvester stallone's over the top (laughs) which if you haven't seen it is a 1987 ode to arm wrestling champions internationally oh my god it was ridiculous there were so many things in that story that did not get answered at all for me that i was just like the movie's fucking clueless the movie is terrible it's so it's so bad that i feel bad but i did do this i had a genuine question i wanted the internet's answer i asked like is Sylvester Stallone really a good actor? 100%. But but he, I don't think he is. I think he's good at playing the strong, silent, kind of dumb type, which I think is just him. I don't think he's acting. You know what it is? I actually wrote, I wrote like a little piece, uh, like a little ode to Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> um, you know that dude done porn, right? Sylvester Stallone? Yes, he done porn. You can Google it. I don't. I feel like I've seen. Yeah, I feel like I've seen some some nearly nude pictures of him before. So he done he done a porno, right? And that was like he had to do that to make like ends meet, like to make money. So after he done that, he was like kind of embarrassed. So he wrote the Rocky movies after that, right? Rocky oh. Rocky was like where he got his start. Like he wrote, partly directed it and acted in that movie. So he essentially like wrote this character he wrote rocky for himself so he he's very good at playing these roles that he creates you know what i mean Hmm. well i mean i noticed that his roles all seem to have like the same tone of like the underdog come back like and so again i come back to like is he actually a good actor or is he just writing things that he is already like it's a part of him, so it's not really acting. That's what I'm saying. He's he's really good in these roles that he's wrote, and he understands like the character development and and the mindset and all that. But when you see him in uh like the Expendables, oh god, man, you know what I mean? Oh god, Expendables was so bad. You remember that movie? Uh, he was in like prison. He was trying to break out of the prisons. Uh, he was like a he was like a government agent that like his entire job was he was yeah yeah he was like putting these prisons to yeah it was actually a terribly fucking terrible movie (laughs) but i don't i'm not trying to gas it up you have to watch it just just for the the stallonator yeah it's again it was one of the things where like i just needed my fix of like people beating people up this weekend you know who would be a really good pirate who? Sylvester Stallone, Rocky. No, no, I don't want him as a pirate. I'm okay. You mean to tell me <laughs> that if him and Jack Sparrow got into a fight, Jack Sparrow no, would win? No, that's not fair. That's not fair. Like Jack Good. Sparrow is like Shakespeare's version of a pirate. He's got guyliner. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's more about dressing well than he is about really doing anything i don't think that jack sparrow is a good pirate and anyone who wants to write me angry <laughs> emails about it go for it stoned and social at gmail.com sylvester, i don't care sylvester stallone would mop johnny depp up. oh yeah he would he would i don't think that it will have anything to do with him being a pirate <laughs> i mean <laughs> but um yeah i feel like jack's again the fact that jack sparrow is basically like 
Disney incarnate. Yeah. And that's where all the money for that shit comes from. Like that should let you know, like he ain't, he's not a real pirate. Hey, I, I don't, don't, I don't want to like sideline your podcast or anything. Did Johnny Depp get rehired? After all of his shit? Well, I don't, I don't know if I want to go into this or not. I think, okay. I, th- I think from the outside looking in, I think Amber Heard, um, I think Amber Heard, uh, did a lot of shit to him. And there's like a lot oh, of, yeah. there's a lot of eyewitness accounts that he really didn't do hardly. Oh no. Shit I think they were toxic. I think, I think they were super yeah. toxic for each other. But did he get hired back though after the, cause I know they went to court and like his, um, like legal team apparently fucking shit all over her and, and made mm-hmm. her look like a real idiot. So did he get hired back for that role or no? Do you know? I don't know yet. I know that just a couple of days ago that he launched a multi-million dollar case against her. Yeah. Um, and so I'm assuming, you know, he's kind of going to be a hot potato right now. No one's going to want to fucking touch him until this shit finishes but it's one of the things where like it won't matter now like to me it won't matter now yeah true you know what i mean like he's kind of fucked himself with this whole thing and i i heard that like basically they were like well what happens when you know this this person is bigger than the character and like how will we go on without this but i haven't even been keeping up with these fucking movies even though I love pirates, I think I've seen like three, and now there's what like seven or eight of them. I don't fucking know. I've never been past the first. <laughs> you're not. You're not missing much. Like the storylines, not it's not there. You know what I mean? It's you know another series done that. I don't mean to like. I keep like I keep derailing you. I'm so sorry. No, this fucking... this is this is all what the stoner stone and social podcast is about. It's okay. We get derailed all the fucking time. Fucking fast and the furious, man wait whoa hold on hold on let me just hear me out okay okay all right go ahead all right when paul walker was alive and he could do his role it was phenomenal don't continue without him he built this series he, I is, know. he is the series essentially which people can argue oh what about tokyo drift well no. that movie fucking mm-hmm. sucked yeah tokyo drift was not <laughs> i watched it duh because i'm a huge fast and furious fan god i hate myself but I agree with you. Like when Paul Walker was after he passed away, God rest his awesome soul. I was like, I was like, all right, so they're going to finish this movie. And you know, his brother played him, stood Mm -hmm. in for like some CGI for him, which is very honorable. I I can, I know. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a really cool tribute that they did. Like Mm -hmm. everything they did that last movie was perfect. You know, the song, the setting, the tribute at the end, like it was, it was awesome. And then they continued Billy May style, but wait, there's more. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm, you don't really, you don't really need to do anymore. It's okay. You closed it all up perfectly. Like it's like, it's it's like when a, when a musician passes away and then their entire discography gets released. It's like, who the fuck are you doing this for? Yeah. It's like, no. Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? I did not know that was the rock and not do not. It was, it was the rock and, um, it was the rock and Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Do not watch that movie. It is time 
I will never get back in my life <laughs> ever again. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge rock fan. I love the rock. I'll watch anything Dwayne Johnson's in. I know he's not a good actor. He's just fun. And he's a nice guy. I, I think he's a good guy, but I literally paused that movie to just like yell in the room. I was watching it like, why did I do this? Cause I knew I was going to have to finish it. Who, well, uh, the movie that he was in with Kevin Hart, do you remember that? I'm trying to think of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the movie that he was in with him. That was funny. I, I liked that. I'm trying to think, Central Intelligence. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. So um, I had I bought this brand new flat screen. I was, like, super pumped on it, right? And I put it in the living room because it's, like, a big-ass TV. And so I took the old TV and put it in the, like, in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I couldn't get it hooked up to the internet for the longest time. And so I would just take the Xbox in there um, <laughs> and I would like put in like a like a DVD in the Xbox. Sure. And so Central Intelligence became my every night companion. <laughs> so I know every line from that movie. From like that word, movie? Yeah, word for word. That's awesome. I think they're going to make a two like and that will be cool. You know who really who two. really stole the show was Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. I love Jason Bate. I've loved him since Arrested Development. I think he's an amazing actor. You know what? That's who I'd want as a pirate. Not Jason Statham. I'd want The Rock. I'd take The Rock as a pirate. Mm. You remember yeah. that? You remember the Tooth Fairy movie he did? <laughs> I didn't see that. I oh. made sure not to see that. Oh, God. It's very heartwarming. Uh, I don't need heartwarming. I just want him busting shit up. Him um, swashling the- booties just squash just yeah just doing that so the most important thing which may settle this debate for eons to come is what would pirates and ninjas be like stoned um oh hell yeah here we go here we go i, got <laughs> I feel this. like i feel like pirates like it's not that in depth i feel like they'd be exactly the same except just turned up to like asshole level i think they'd be that stoner that's totally paranoid and thinks like someone's following their ship and shit like that because they're already like doing shit they're not supposed to they would be the worst to get stoned with i feel like i feel like ninjas are straight up they're like no weed isn't isn't strong enough we're doing fucking dmt in here (laughs) And they're just, they're smoking it, and then they're just going on these crazy-ass ninja ventures, like, like, could be a thing. like slashing geometrical shit, you know what I mean? That could, that could literally, that could be a real thing. No, on the real, though, like, you know how we were talking about, like, the mental uh, preparation it takes to, like, become a ninja? I think mm-hmm. that, that that, coupled with being um, intoxicated, even, like, on alcohol, right? I think that they're probably super chill. Like, I, I feel like they're just very composed people because they're under such, um, like, like the guise of, like, perfection all the time. So they mm. wouldn't they wouldn't want to, like, act out, if that makes sense. You know what ah, I mean? Ah, I got you. They wouldn't, like, want to, like, dishonor. Yeah. They wouldn't want to show themselves. that they're freaking out. I don't know if you knew this, but I did, like, because I respect ninjas. You know, I prefer pirates Mm -hmm. but i i respect ninja's place in the eco structure that is like badass fighters and i remember seeing that there was a there's two really famous ninjas that i read about one of them was a ninja who he was like japan's official last ninja and he was like 65 or something like that but apparently he could hear a needle drop in the next room 
and kill from 20 paces. Why didn't they just use feet? I was like, what? Why didn't they just measure that shit in feet? 20 paces? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think it's one of those things. It's part of the lore. It's part of the lore. You know, or 20. But he's apparently like the 21st head of a certain dynasty of secret ninjas that still exist apparently he did train under a buddhist master um from the age of six i think that's like one of those things like being a ninja is almost like a lifelong commitment yeah you know yeah you're really out of the game yeah yeah you're you're there is no fucking like in or out you're or there is no half in half out you're in or you're out yeah it's it's like the gang thing like you get jumped in you have to get jumped out like you can't just decide to leave i saw that he said for concentration he would literally stare into the flame of a candle until he felt like he was inside the flame i think i've been there before once on a camping trip it was really cold well anyway like in general like fire is super like it's it's sort of meditating yeah mm-hmm. you know and so that's why people like fire pits and shit like that you know like you you kind of bringing that up so i think that in a battle right like in a battle between a ninja and a fire you got to think ninjas are going to be uh they're going to be like approaching and like uh like climbing aboard the ship and like you gotta think, all the pirates are probably like down in the in the saloon. They're just like like slamming beer and like just partying, mm-hmm. right? These ninjas are like game face, twenty four seven. Like they're ready to go. They're all acting as like a unit. Where I feel like a group of pirates, let's say like a five on five battle, those guys aren't really gonna team up together. Whereas the ninjas are probably gonna mm-hmm. team up with each other. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna have each other's back during the fight. Like they like they already have like a hundred different scenarios and they're just running through game plans. A, B, C, yeah. D, E, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the the structure of the ninja is so much more well executed than it is for the pirates. But that's also kind of the charm of pirates, is that they are so unpredictable that you don't know what the fuck they're gonna do are they gonna hit you on the head with a bottle or are they gonna hit you on the head you know they're gonna hit you with their their cutlass or are they gonna spear you like who knows because they're fucking they're fucking crazy like you know that mike tyson quote everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face is that is that one of his quotes yeah that's one of his quotes i feel like ninjas are kind of the same way like they have this game plan until they get hooked in the eye or they get like their ear bit (laughs) off you know what i mean which I feel like I feel no. like a pirate is going to go full Mike Tyson and be biting the ears off. Uh-uh. I'm totally not going to do that. Like um it's just I just don't believe that. I think that to exist as long as they have and to be able to keep, you know, n- like pirates fuck some shit up for various kings and different governments and things just stealing things and becoming a nuisance and all of this stuff. And I don't want to forget to mention that there were there were women pirates, which I am super, super, super stoked about. Um, there was, there's a few badass pirates. There's Mary Reed, which a lot of people know who used to go by Mark Reed because you weren't supposed to be a pirate if you were a female, like everything else. Really? There was, Anne. yeah, no, of course. I mean, like, you know, speaking throughout history, we get short shafted. Even when we can do stuff, we're not always 
welcome to play in the boys reindeers game so i think it's cool when females did become pirates one of the most successful pirates of the 19th century was madame chang and she commanded over 300 ships she had like over 3,000 pirate followers that were men women children and she lived a really impressive age she retired from piracy um and eventually died in 18. 18- 44 at the amazing age of 69 which i think is cool for her uh-huh. um but i just love that there there were chick pirates and that you know they held their own they did out there yeah that's actually i didn't know that i wonder you think a female could be a ninja i mean yeah, i mean I, okay so not like oh you think this could, but do you think like they because pirates apparently like wouldn't allow women to to be pirates with them so do you think like ninjas were the same way Mm, or do you think they were a little bit more do you think they were maybe a little bit more open no 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 i feel like i feel like the ninjas probably did the same thing i'd have to look it up because i don't know for sure but that also seems like especially because they were doing assassins and espionage so the people who hired them or would be using ninjas they probably would not have thought women were ninjas now yeah that makes sense now that you say now women i bet there were some women who snuck in to being ninjas in the same way that there were women who snuck in to being pirates but like a welcome come in like apply here sign no absolutely not i don't think so man ninjas and pirates are sexist fuck these (laughs) yeah most ancient patriarchy is sexist unfortunately and i always think sexism in this way is kind of funny because it's like if you want to be a pirate and you want to be a ninja and possibly like get like fucking shirking stuck in you like go for it like right. if you really want to do it like go for it right that's my that's my thing just go for it just do it. i feel like the like either you're gonna prove me right and you're gonna suck at it or you're gonna be good at it and i want you on my team but i think that's the male ego thing in there where like they're worried that a woman might be better at something they're doing than they are See, my train of thinking is not to be sexist at all, right? I'm not trying to be sexist when I say this. Women are typically more flexible than men. Yes. So when, uh, like, with a ninja, that would be fucking helpful. Having that some, be, that's what having, I mean. Having somebody that can nimble their way through, you like, doors. You said ex-ballerina, and I was with you. I was like, right. yes. Well, I mean, there's there's male ballerinas, too. Yeah, you know? I just meant, like, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're talking about balance and petiteness and stuff, like, that's a right. great quality that would that would absolutely be great for for a ninja. Right, so let's say there's, like, a little ballerina school, and only, like, five <laughs> of them make it to, like, the ballerina uh, America's Got Talent. The other 15, put them in the fucking ninja, in the ninja forces, you know? (laughs) I think that is an amazing, amazing way to look at it. I'm always now going to think of ninjas as a little ballerina. It's just like hanging around. I feel like I just Um, skewed your view. uh, Yeah, I'm not ready to say who's better. I just wanted to debate it. Like if you were listening today, hoping that we solved a mystery, we didn't. That wasn't the point here. We just wanted to (laughs) talk about pirates and ninjas and fuck with you um if you like pirates then send me a message on instagram if you like ninjas then don't bother because i won't read it actually I like she'll forward it to me and i'll, I'll read give it, it to josh. <laughs> i'll give it to josh and he'll read it but i won't instead you know what i'll be doing of the week no you were cold no it's munchie of the week I have been so excited about this munchie. I know I told you about it and I've been holding out eating it. I'm excited for you. 
I don't think you're going to be as excited when you find out what, <laughs> what it is. So Munchie of the Week this week, Kellogg's came out with some really amazing fucking waffles. They came out with unicorn waffles that are cotton candy and they came out with mermaid waffles that were blue raspberry. And so I, of course, got the blue raspberry ones. And I'm going to take my first bite right now because I've been waiting. They're cold, but it doesn't matter. Like when you said I wasn't going to enjoy it, I was worried you were like picking like a straight, like a green giant can of green beans or something. So this is significantly mm-hmm. better than what I imagined. Mm, okay. Wow. I had some, I had some whipped cream on the side with these too, and sprinkles in case I wanted to get fancy with them. But they're definitely, they're definitely sweet. Did you get fancy with them? You didn't put the whipped cream and sprinkles on? No, no, I did. Of course, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah, I bought, <laughs> I bought whipped cream and sprinkles especially for this. Wow. Okay. So, the mermaid waffles just so i can give you guys a visual they're teal like they're bright fucking blue and they do taste like blue raspberry like they really do i'm not a super sweet person so these are a little bit too sweet for me but i think i like them like in terms of giving it some thumbs up for tastiness i'm gonna give it two thumbs up um i don't think the ease of eating, though, while stoned is is all that great. I'm having trouble holding the actual waffle. Let me ask you this, and I might <laughs> I might be kind of fucking the munchie of the week up. Is it very dry? Like, do you think you need something to drink with it? No, it's actually pretty soft. I didn't toast it all that much, and it's been sitting here while we've been rambling. So I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that has affected its quality somewhat. <laughs> it's all soggy and shit. <laughs> but. I don't like crispy, like, waffles anyway. And Ego, like, you know, Ego, like, they they have their shit together. Like, they know how to make a waffle. I don't know if you've had those mini waffles that, like, oh, yes. are four of them. Like, those are my favorite. I wish I had, I wish these were in those. We, we went into the debate uh, on my podcast about Stranger Things. If you watch Stranger Things, you would know that Egos are getting a lot of respect because of Stranger Things. <laughs> were they getting disrespected before? I think so. I think they were. <laughs> I, I think so. I think I think there are two things that don't get the respect they deserve, and it's Ego waffles and Pop Tarts. Okay, this is the thing with Pop Tarts. Something changed, like between being a kid and being an adult kid. Something changed with Pop Tarts. I feel like they have skimped on the filling over the last like 10 years it's because we gotta pay for them now <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no, <laughs> they don't taste as good when mom's not putting them in the lunch <laughs> no i i really i think you're onto something because like they do they seem a lot skinnier like thinner yes yes thinner that's the thing there's not i like and i spend so much time the, the thing is i hate the fucking crust on pop tarts so i was that asshole kid who at school would take all the crust off and give it to my best friend and i'd only eat the part with the good stuff in it you, and, you wouldn't dip it in milk no no uh, no i wasn't that's a game no, changer no i don't know i mean i am lactose intolerant but i don't think i knew that as a kid so um i don't know for me the closest thing i found have you had those pop tart bites no i seen them in the store i just did i never buy them those those are good 
I never buy them. I the game changer is I I will get the s'mores pop tarts and then mm. I will break it once long ways and then another <laughs> another time in the middle. So I have four, right? And then I'll dip it in milk as I eat them. Oh, that's the move. Hmm. I feel like yeah. I feel like this milk was a new thing. What? No. Well, you got to get like silk milk, which is equally as good. I have never I've never known anyone to dip pop tarts in in milk. Really? Maybe it's just me. Yo, I used to put Doritos on hot dogs with cheese. That's the fucking move <laughs> okay. too. That's a stoner creation. I respect that. Oh, dude, when I was when I was in high school and I was like cutting weight for wrestling matches, I used to not do it correctly at all and I would just save you know how like, you have like the munchie of the week? I would essentially do that every single week of my life, but with like <laughs> with, with wrestling and making weight. And so there was one week that I was like, fuck, I want Doritos. It was like Monday. I was like, damn, I want Doritos. And then Tuesday, I was like, damn, I want a hot dog. And then Wednesday, I was like, oh, what if I put them together? So Friday night, <laughs> I fucking cooked my hot dog. I put it in the bun. I put it in a Ziploc bag. I got my Doritos out. So Saturday morning, I go, I weigh in, and then I'm sitting up there, and I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just put these together? <laughs> and oh, it's a game changer Creation. with cheese. I like it. Oh. Innovative, very innovative. I've been I've been called uh, the modern day uh, the the best creator of our generation. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take some stoner. We're you know we have we have all kinds of ideas about stoner snacks because I've made some of my craziest things that I've consumed stoned. I don't know what happens in my mind. Um, when I'm making stone decisions, but I guess, you know, based on the size and the ease of eating this and the tastiness, I'm going to just give these Pop-Tarts one thumb, not two thumbs. I want to give it two. I think it's a cool novelty idea. I think if you have a sweet tooth, this is going to be a snack for you. Shout out to Kellogg's um, for making this and making something cool. Definitely kids are going to love this. I'm not a super fan, but I'm, I will eat the rest that are in here. I think they're pretty good. How many come in a pack? Like I a, think it's the standard eight. Oh, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> I'm not going to eat all eight. I'll probably share it with someone. I wonder if, how big are they? They're regular size, like waffles. Hmm. hmm. So they're like, you know, in that box. Oh, you were, you're talking about the waffles. So I thought the you were, ta- I thought you said pop tarts a moment ago. So I was thinking those little pop. Maybe, I was, this, is, this is the problem when you get stoned. Maybe I did say pop tarts because we were just talking about it. I know. I, don't know. I was thinking of those little pop tart bites, and I was like, dang, no. I wonder how no, many you're no, in there's there. There's a lot of them. You should, you should try them. Like you owe it to yourself if you really like pop tarts. Try this. I'm gonna dip it in milk. Yes, no, try no. it. Dip it in milk. Let us know what you think. Before I let you go today, Josh, I'm going to ask you to help me in the honors of answering the stoner question of the day. Oh, I'm super and excited. Today we've got William. William has asked us, what would be your ninja or pirate name? And so I picked William's question because it happened to line up with what we were talking about today. Um, I get a lot of weird questions. This is not surprising. So I will go first. If I had to pick a pirate, I mean, yeah, if I had to pick a pirate name, I would definitely pick like Natalie No Mercy because I want to be known as like a fierce pirate who just makes tons of people walk the fucking plank. Hmm. You ever seen Gangs in New York? I'm going to say The Butcher. 
If I was a nice. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Especially because ninjas are like, you know, you're supposed to kill someone clean and silently. So I like the butcher because you don't know if it means it's brutal or. You don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. I like that. Thank you, William. <laughs> Thanks for the question, William. You will receive not the waffles because they're not going to travel well in the postal service, but I will send you some pop tarts and I will pick a flavor. I think they have something raspberry and I will send you two boxes of those. If you want your question picked for Stoner Question of the Week, make sure to contact us. Write us on Gmail at stonedandsocial at gmail.com. Shout out to us on Instagram because I know you guys love following us and you love the shit we do on Instagram and we love you. Josh, before we go, can you tell everyone where they can find you and your awesome podcast? Yes, and thank you again for having me. I'm super honored to have been here and completely derailed your conversation. <laughs> it's the best kind of conversation. Don't worry. Um, if you're on Twitter, I I haven't made a takedown podcast Twitter uh, yet. I haven't really decided if I really want to because I'm not really active on Twitter. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, I do tweet some pretty random shit. So it's Thomas and then J-A-W-W-S-H. So it's Thomas and Josh, but, you know, J-A-W-W-S-H, because I thought I was cool when I created it. I'm just, you know, I'm not cool anymore. I'm pretty lame. Um, but my Instagram is the same thing. It's Thomas, uh, at Thomas and Josh. I also have a Takedown Podcast Instagram. It's at Takedown Podcast. Um, you can find my podcast if you enjoyed listening to me kind of ramble, even remotely. Uh, you can find me on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. You can find me anywhere. Just type in the Takedown Podcast and then Josh Thomas, and I should pop up. And my very last episode was going down the rabbit hole with Natalie, which was very fun. As you see, this is just a continuation of that. Guys, I really urge you to go check out Josh's podcast. It's really funny. It's nice to listen to, whether you're stoned or not. You learn a lot of stuff, and you meet a lot of interesting people. We will see you next week, and remember, please stay highly conscious.